Hey, do you remember that time in our directing class? For those uh, at home, we were in a class together. Called directing, the directing class. Yeah, the directing class. That's the directing class, yeah. Yes, it's about directing uh, production. Uh, In that class, we had an assignment to basically pitch our idea for a production of the play called Doubt. And to give you a two-second synopsis, it's about a 1950s Catholic priest uh, touching a young boy. Yep. And there are doubts that he actually did it. There you go. That's why it's called Doubt. It's... Very good. It's, it's a really good. It's a really good play. Super yeah. good. God. And also, play. there's a yeah. movie version with Meryl Streep, and I really, rec- and I really recommend it. And um, your boy Seymour, who Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest in peace, who mm-hmm. plays aforementioned priest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Viola Davis. Mm. Anyways, uh, there was a student <laughs> who had an interesting presentation. Would you like to share it? Sure. Um, he said, when he was pitching this, he's pitching this, the, the assignments that you pitch it to the class, into mm-hmm. the professor, and you, you're trying to get money to um, get this production going. And he says that I need some asinine amount of money. I don't know. He, he, like, I think $100 million. Or something like that. He wanted to have, like, so many different weird effects on stage, like lasers and smoke and, like, actual fireworks that happen inside the building. For doubt. For We're doubt. talking about doubt? For, ta- yeah. for doubt, yes. Oh no. Um he no. said this completely no, 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 no. He said this fucking completely deadpan. One hundred percent serious. He was serious. He was like, yo, yeah, there people we need to advertise this show as a spectacle. You know, the show Doubt as a as a spectacle. Um and have these great marketing things for it. I bet the movie budget wasn't even a hundred million dollars. I bet you it wasn't. Up. Um but yeah. Uh, that person's my roommate now. <laughs> they don't live directly. He's a, he's my sweet mate. And every single time he walks the door while my door is open, he's just like, hey, how's it going? I'm just like, that's it. And that's all he is. Uh, I see him around campus and he also sees me and goes, hey, how is it going? Hey, and I just oh, go, that's good. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah. Hmm. The film budget for Doubt was $20 million. <laughs> what? <laughs> and yet... Is split to stage half. this play, yeah. we require five times the amount. We require five times the amount of a production which had Meryl Streep, Viola Davis, and Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, who I'm sure literally account for like half of the budget. Yeah, of I was the going film. to say like <laughs> that movie probably cost so much because of those actors. Yeah, I, I honestly think that most of the budget was spent on the habits, you know. The little mm. yes nun hats. The habits yeah. of your own Isengard. Yeah, yeah. Thank there you. you. That they made Greg chuckle a little bit. That's Thank all I wanted. You. Yeah, baby. Don't worry. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. So I've got a question. For oh, oh here it comes. Do y'all know the Scooby Gang? Heard of them? Yeah, like the 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 mystery crew. What's their official name? Don't they have one? I think one? it's the Mystery Gang. The Mystery Gang. That's uh, what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mystery Gang. Uh, <laughs> I have come to a realization recently. They are five teenagers. 
and a dog sharing a van where they travel around. Just think about that for a second. A closed and spaced with a bunch of horny teenagers. They are teenagers, huh? I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like high school age, I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you know they've got those hormones raging, those hormones. Mm-hmm. And I just gotta ask, what do you think the sexual chemistry of the <laughs> mystery gang is like? Because you know they be fucking, they be fucking in that van. Mm-hmm. What do I mean? It, it's, it's, it's simple. I, f- I feel like this is a well-documented thing. All right, Greg, you go first, I, I yeah. guess. Well, you know, it's it's just like high school for everyone else, you know? The pretty people get to sleep together, and then everyone else just gets to sleep together. And hopefully you had a normal high school, and nobody sleeps with the dog. Um. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Scooby-Doo fucked Shaggy for sure. Oh. Oh, yeah. Scooby tops Shaggy. Hey, brief brief sidebar. Yeah. There's a panel in a Batman comic where... I don't know. I don't like where this is going. A man in a three-piece suit smoking a cigarette wearing a fox mask in an alleyway. All right. And the actual, like, caption, like, the actual thing that runs through Batman's head is... uh, crime-fighting tip if you see anyone dressed as an animal and they're not at a furry convention Mm -mm. they did it and then it's a comic panel of batman just like taking a cable and hoisting this man in the fox mask up by his neck Batman said furries don't have rights. Batman has decisively... <laughs> yeah. ba- Batman Batman has succeeded where our Supreme Court has failed. <laughs> and he has struck down... I do just want to chime in here and say that furries do in fact have rights. Do If you're not hurting anyone with how you choose to express yourself, you know, do do what you gotta do. I guess I'll agree to that. Sure. Um, I just want to say your perception of the Scooby gang, absolutely wrong. Oh. Absolutely wrong. All right, Alex, take it away. So Fred's a power bottom. Well, yeah, the man wears an ascot. I don't make the rules. He does. I just follow them. Yeah. Fred is a power bottom. He's a bi-power bottom. Daphne, I I had a friend say that Daphne is a pillow princess. I disagree with that entirely. This friend is Erica. Hello, Erica. Hello, Erica. Um, I think Daphne is a dom top. I also agree with that. Daphne's got the whip. You You know what I mean? (laughs) You know she pegs Fred on the regular. Daphne is peg on the reg. <laughs> Daphne is <laughs> Daphne is used to getting what she wants, and that does extend to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Velma is just a verse queen. She does it v- all. V for Velma, V for verse. That's correct. V for Vendetta. <laughs> she she is the person under the Guy Fox mask. <laughs> <laughs> 
and also she, yeah she's not that guy in the fox mask that batman kills yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and i would just like to recall to the point in scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed thank you uh where she wears that orange leather jumpsuit I'm pretty sure that was the first time I was ever attracted to a woman. That's all. Um, and then, as we have said before, Scooby tops Shaggy. All right. Um, and Scrappy's hung and fucks everybody. Oh. Oh. Scrappy is hung as fuck. There you go. How'd you like that one, Greg? Greg had a big reaction to that one. It's just like those Japanese comics I read on the internet. <laughs> And then uh, Old Man Jenkins is just a cuck. Yeah. Mm. Hey, what do you think about the theory that the Scooby gang, the mystery gang, are all superheroes? And that I didn't expect that one. And that their superpower is that um, when they rip off monsters' faces, they turn them into humans. Hmm. Don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> I I mean I think as much as a theory is more it's like oh in Jar Jar's a Sith Lord sure yeah yeah same but that same one's <laughs> true no um you know there there was a there was a plan for this all along <laughs> oh you know when I sat back at Skywalker Ranch in Marin County California in 1981 <laughs> I said the Emperor is not dead and everyone said that's nice George. And then I went about my day. <laughs> At the now, end of the last tra- trailer. Now this one. young whippersnapper, J.J. Abrams, has come in and he's fulfilling my vision. And by that, I mean, I have five billion dollars. Sometimes I get George Lucas and George R.R. R. Martin confused. And I'm like, ah, yes, I cannot wait for Brienne of Tarth to take out her lightsaber. Wow, I just realized that actress is in both of those franchises. She sure is. Both, uh, both men like writing incest yeah. into their films. Wait. Who, who's incesting in Star Wars? Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia make out. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Passionately. Oh yeah. yeah. They really like See, it. See, I really try to black that out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, truly. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hmm? Something that just, I guess, organically came up is there was a Star Wars trailer in between podcast episodes. Oh, yeah. There was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... There has been a better version of the trailer come out. Oh my god, it's so funny. Are you talking about are we talking about the same thing? Yes. Yes. We'll show Greg good later. It's uh, very good. I'll bring it up on my phone so I can do it right after the podcast. It's about sound design. You're <laughs> it gonna love sure it. Is. It, it. It sure is. I'll share it on the Twitter as well. Oh. Um I will put this in the notes to make sure I share it oh, yeah. on the Twitter. Yeah, do that. That's probably a better idea. So we remember to do it. Um Anyway, this trailer, I wa- I uh, watched the Star Wars Celebration live um, with the uh, um, the panel of the actors and yes. Kathleen Kennedy and I guess Stephen Colbert. Uh, <laughs> I guess he was there. I too. guess he hosted it, um, and yeah. it was an, basically an hour. The panel was an hour of me waiting for Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac and John Boyega to go on stage because, like, oh, we love yeah. a hot trio. Hmm. Um. So. Anyway, and then the trailer happened, and I was like, oh, boy, me excited. Me excited for this movie. Um, I hope it's not bad. But I'm not um, putting too many eggs in basket for this one. Because um, last two um, were, like, 
made me excited when I finished watching it. And then afterwards, it's like, ooh, maybe this wasn't a good movie. Um, but also, this is the third movie. So maybe like choices that they made in the last two movies that weren't too strong are, are supposed to come into play here. But also, um, Sheev Brian Palpatine makes a giggle at the end of this trailer. And that makes me nervous for what the fuck they're going to do with him because he has had not had a place in the first two sequel movies. Thanks. I... His middle name's Brian. That's canon. You can go look it up. It is, in fact, canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did The Last Jedi disappoint me greatly? Yeah. The one before it, I don't remember the name of it. Something, something. Force Awakens. For, yeah, sure. Um, I was like, all right, this was a movie where I got to watch Daisy Ridley do things. Yeah. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that's what this one is like daisy ridley doing things yeah i i just really like daisy ridley and i want her to be successful and happy yeah me too um did you see this trailer gregory i did i also watched live mainly because i had nothing to do yeah um (laughs) i had the week off from uh work that week so i you know hung out and watched it and it was fine the panel was like the panel wasn't great, but the like, panel was just so slow. Yeah, because everybody, it, you knew that everybody was just waiting for the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So it was just like, let's bring out everybody one by one, and we'll yeah. talk to them. Like, let's have let's have Anthony Daniels like, talk for actually six hours straight, and just get up out of his chair seventy three times. <laughs> he talked for so long, and like, mm-hmm. I, I'm so glad you love this like this comedic relief character that you have in this yeah. dumb dumb movie franchise. Who, but who, like, who does yeah. he play? C-3PO. C-3PO. Ah, yes. Okay, thank you. I mean, we saw the we saw the promotional artwork. C-3PO is packing heat. Yes, he has a gun in this film. Big gun. He has Chewie's gun in this film. Yes. This is not the first time that 3PO has wielded a gun. Mm. You may recall in Attack of the Clones, he gets his body switched and has a gun. That's also true. You may remember he becomes an agent of capitalism <laughs> in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, C three PO inherently is an agent of cap- agent of capitalism because uh, he's in Star Wars. Yeah. And, and again, also, Anakin Skywalker made him capitalist. Yeah. He programmed him to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> Five billion dollars. Five. Bi- Twenty million for doubt. Yeah. Five billion, billion. for Star uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, by the way, title. Um, this is my little theory. It's, it's probably a popular one, um, but those are my first thoughts after seeing that. So this is my original thought and not something I stole from online. Skywalker is going to be a new Jedi Order, and they're going to be called Skywalker. Thanks. That's why it's called Rise of Skywalker, not Rise of the Skywalkers, not Rise of the Skywalker. It's Rise of Skywalker. Thanks. I think it's just about Luke getting a big heart on rise of skywalker he's dead thanks <laughs> well who's gonna be the force ghost can still he can get it teleport from the grave mm. and make a little man of himself yoda had and then thor, brush his shoulder yoda had thor powers that's he true did. he lit a tree on fire for a y- reason yoda's playing Fortnite in this next film <laughs> that's right everybody mm-hmm. this Come is gonna be a, this is gonna be a Fortnite star wars tie-in Hey, uh, you can get Captain America's shield in Fortnite right oh, now. You can not, get Thor's hammer. You can get Iron Man gauntlets. 
I forget the other. One. I think it's like the six core Avengers. What do you um, get from Black weapons. Widow? A sexy outfit? A tragic childhood. Yeah. I don't know. Losing <laughs> the ability to have a child. Yeah. Yeah. They actually, Epic Games sends a representative to your house. I think it's still crazy every single time that Fortnite's development team or the developers where the game come from is called Epic Games. Because I could think of nothing more fitting than such a generic, dumb, like, kids hype name called Epic Games for this generic hype kid game Fortnite. Thanks. How do you think it is to go from working on Gears of War to working on Fortnite because well, that's well, third what they person. did start from there that's well, what third person did. you have gun that's about it have gun you have gun video game requirements in 2019 one have gun such as Joker in Smash Bros now he's it's gun ability. so weird because like Bayonetta it's like stylized but it's in with Joker it's just like he has a Glock this dude has a Glock in this game <laughs> Hey, kids, do you want to shoot Mario in the head with a Glock? Always. Because that is a thing that can happen in this E10 plus rated game. I have, you can shoot Mario with a Glock. I have been too busy to play Joker yet. But oh, yeah, me too. God, I can't wait to walk into the fucking falling debris from Bayonetta and just start shooting up shit. Oh, yeah. Just Rudy Tootie, point and shooty. Oh, yeah. I want to play Persona 5 real bad now because mm-hmm. Joker looks he has a really cool visual design and that's and the only reason attractive. why. And he's hot. Yeah. yeah. Persona is a wonderful, wonderful Has it been series. confirmed for Switch yet? Or it's mm-hmm. all but confirmed? No. No? The announcement event was like yesterday. And it's like... Oh, for, for P5S or whatever They didn't is. mention anything about Switch. I think it's just kind of like a new version for the PS4. Mm-hmm. What was the gist that I got? I didn't quite read the article. Uh, oh, we all just picked up our phones. I need to start carrying right now. Um, so you guys need to go I'm check gonna... it out. The Persona Five is coming out on the Switch. Um, I like. I like. I. I just. I. Th- I think that Joker as a character has a cool visual design, and I think the menus have a great design, and that's why I want to play the game. I don't care what the gameplay is. I just want to look at the game. I'm so. I'm so sorry. I misspoke. Um, oh. It looks like it's coming to the Switch. Nice. Oh, thank God. Nice. Because cool. I want to. Is it coming up this summer? Because I want a new. I want a summer game. Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh, I'm doing the the double, the double fucking. So I was correct. The first. Okay. Persona, so it's not coming out for Switch. Persona Five: The Royal was announced, which is like the new enhanced version for PS4, and then Persona Five Scramble is coming to PS4 and Switch. What's, what's and the it, difference? Uh, it's got egg in it. It it it's like a Dynasty Warriors like oh. Hyrule Warriors fucking game. No. Which means I'm not, not going to buy it. it. Yeah. Um I did realize uh, Why does it have the 5 in it? If it's called Persona 5 Scramble? Cuz it's called Persona Scramble because of the characters it, it's from Persona the characters. 5. But makes did it, you know it that makes there's it sound a, like Did you know that there's a Persona 4 and five uh, music rhythm game. <laughs> I've heard it has really good music, so I'm actually not mad about the that. Per- the Persona license is a loosely used property that they sometimes just go buck wild with. Mm-hmm. I've played probably 30 minutes worth of Persona 3 when my brother had it on his PSP. It's fun. Good. 
You, it's very fun. You you get characters, and then they're they're little boys, and <laughs> and someone's like, I'm dying, I think, uh, and that's about it. One of the core kind of things of is, the series is now uh, is uh, that you enhance your character through things called social links. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, the game is basically split between you fighting demons or whatever happens to be there. Mm-hmm. Little boys, as they're officially thing. called. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also split your time and just be a normal high schooler and, like, hang out at the mall, like, after school. And, like, there's a clock system where, like, you have to pick, like, am I going to go, like, train and build up, like, my strength? Or, like, am I going to go to the mall and like build social links just like real life yeah go to the mall yeah (laughs) build social links. um but basically so like you can like enhance other characters and like level them up and like they'll get new personas and stuff all through these like social links as you like um build up your own character that's neat so it's, it's very cool it's a very kind of like novel approach to the JRPG mm-hmm. in having kind of this like almost kind of like split like two ways of progressing thing with like battles but then also just like hey if you go to history class your intelligence goes up and like you take just like, like real life. you take like actual fucking tests like in the game and like that's actually kind of cool. if you I'm do well on the test then like that's actually you get cool. more intelligence you, know, you can uh yeah that's great I would just google all the answers i was just gonna say you can just cheat for that one yeah but also um, if you want to play, have a good gameplay experience maybe you shouldn't they're also like just like real life they're also like very easy of course uh, like they're yeah um who is president in the united states for the first time for the first time for the first time hey let's talk about music yeah let's uh, do it there's been some uh good music and some not good music coming out right now mm-hmm. we're, we're coming into the summer so i feel like everyone's starting to like drop the bang hey it's almost may uh, the fuck is up with that huh? it's, tw- it's the 26th happy birthday yeah. jimmy happy birthday happy jimmy. birthday jimmy happy birthday jimmy happy birthday jimmy happy birthday jimmy happy birthday just letting y'all know uh jimmy has a birthday yeah yeah uh so music uh there has been uh, some good hits recently, in my opinion, uh, mainly from my queen, Carly Rae Jepsen. I recommend everyone to listen to it. Her new album is coming out soon, Dedicated. Uh, if it's bad, which it won't be, but if it's bad, uh, the meme trash name is going to be Defecated, <laughs> but I know we won't have to use it because it's going to be good. Right. Um, I recommend everybody listen to Julian and uh, No Drug Like Me. Um, they're just so good. Uh, Marina released her second part of the like double album thing. At midnight last night. Um, it's Sounds like the first part. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's fun how she split it up. It's not really much of a different sound. I, yeah, there's some of there's some different sounds. I feel like this the 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 fear half sounds a lot more like it's called elect- love and fear. Just, yeah, yeah. It's called love and fear. Uh the, the fear half sounds a lot more like Electra Heart, and the second half of love sounds more like fruit. And the first half of love sounds just like four singles that are pretty good. Huh. That's my thoughts. I feel like it's uh it's like a four four eight kind of thing where it's mm. four the first four have one sound, the next four have one sound, and the next eight have 
on sound. Um, I think, uh, but I didn't really like Love when it came out. Um, and then I put in my good headphones, had a nice little walk, listened to it. I was like, okay, this actually slaps. And someone saw me dancing in the, in the hallway and I felt uncomfortable because I was like, oh, there's nobody here. And this song is so good. Let me dance. Um, you got to dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck what fuck what people think oh yeah oh yeah i I didn't stop he hasn't stopped dancing since oh no um mo uh let's talk about more things that came out this week before we talk about next week because there's a lot more that came out this week um taylor swift (laughs) released a song with brendan yuri last night brendan urin um it's not good it's not good it ain't good it sounds like a track from the upcoming movie Ugly Dolls. Are either or both of Brendan Urie and Taylor Swift in that film? I think Brendan Urie is I think I wouldn't put it past Taylor to do a movie like that because like she was a voice actress in the Lorax movie. Oh, um, oh really? I didn't know that. Yes. Um she she is going to be in the Cats movie which <laughs> there's gonna be a cats movie i did not fucking know that yeah there's going to be a movie version of the cats musical um the cast is interesting okay. there there are people like um taylor swift uh people who have like v- vocal history uh james gordon who was in into the woods and um not jordan sparks some other woman who is on American Idol is in it. Okay. Um, but then the, there are other like people who are in it that don't sing, like Idris Elba. Okay. Um, That's good. We like him in a movie. Yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. Uh, Rebel Wilson's going to be in it. Okay. Dame Judi Dench is going to be in it. All right. We That's... get to see Dame Judi Dench in a. Dance. Cat suit, Jennifer Hudson, that's who I was thinking of, and Ian McKellen. Just to name a few. Thanks. This is an interesting cast. That is an interesting cast. That is weird. Huh. Greg has a big face on. I want better for most of those people <laughs> than being in a Cats film. But, like, A, they're probably going to be making so much money off of this movie because it's a film version of an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like there are some times where actors do shitty movies just because they can and just for the fun. The Rock. The Rock. Hey, what's your favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? Mine's Metal Gear Solid (laughs) Five, The Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you. Clap, clap. Thank you, everybody. So back to music. Yeah. Um, and so Taylor Swift song, bad. It's, yeah, it's a DreamWorks song. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg said that they say, hey, kids, somewhere in the song. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Brendan uh, Yuri says, hey, kids. I, I looked up the full lyric. It's, hey, kids, spelling is fun. Wow. I mean, they chose to do that for a reason. Mm-mm. Can you find mm-mm. a valid reason for uh mm-mm. okay uh mm-mm. um mm-mm. what lizzo 
released an album. Oh, as I didn't well. get to listen to that. No, it's. I want to listen so to it. Oh, good. Lizzo has. Uh, well, she came out of nowhere for me. Um, just a little bit before she kind of hit the mainstream. I'm not trying to sound like a hipster right now. Sorry, um, but. Ever since I first listened to her, I was just like, she needs to get famous. She needs to do all the things. And then she was at Coachella where she twerked while playing the flute. That's great. That's a power move right she, there. Like, that's a that's a big thing that she does is play the flute and then, like, fucking goes off. And I I love her. Great. That's go- that's that's great. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's an album I listened to. I've never heard of Rico Nasty before. But I listened to the new Rico Nasty album last night. It was fun. Good. It's high energy. It's got Ooh. some angst. It's good. I like high energy. Music. Um, Kevin Abstract released an album the other day. People been going nuts about it. Haven't mm-hmm. listened to it yet. Heard it's good. Mm-hmm. And there, he's already working on the next uh, Brockhampton album as well. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Is there anything else that we have to talk about about music for this week before I can just be excited about? I mean. There have been other things that have been released. They're just not important to us. All right. Next out. Okay, guys. I know I've talked about this before, and I'm going to talk about it again after the album comes out, whatever next, whenever the next episode is. The new Vampire Weekend album comes out next week. Me die. Holy shit. So excited. Um, learned recently that not only... I mean, I already knew that this is going to be an 18-song double album, but also it's having three bonus... Tr- tracks on the japanese release mm-hmm. uh, 21 songs in this album very excited i didn't know it was gonna be only the japanese album. they always do that that is remarkably common that's normal yeah. i mean yeah carly does that taylor does that so i i mean i i wouldn't be surprised but because vampire weekend are vampire weekend do you think they have like more an Asian influence because they're the Japanese bonus tracks. I don't know. Hmm. Don't know. Um, I'm just know that I'm excited, hmm. uh, and I will be crying in my room <laughs> when it happens. Uh, Good. And I'm gonna go see them in September, and I'll, you know, die. Thanks. I'm saying thanks after everything now. Uh, I just realized. I'm gonna stop. Thanks. Thanks. Have I talked about my <clears throat> new Overwatch thing uh-huh. that I do? That I, I don't. Remember. We do have to talk for a second about Overwatch. You're correct, but yes. how I started it. What's I can't name? remember if I talked about this last week. Whenever I get into a game of Overwatch, I type into the text log. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And anytime that anyone is just being like salty in chat, or even just at the end of the game when everyone's saying GG, mm-hmm. I just paste that and I send it. I do it all the time now to the point where like it started as a joke. Yeah. And now I just like can't stop. Like it, it is a part of me playing Overwatch now that I am going to say, thank you, Kanye. Very cool. Okay. Music. I didn't chime in that often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a odd relationship with music, which happens right. when you like work in music. Yes. And have spent like the past four years of your life, like only listening to music you kind of start to take breaks kind of more into podcasts now mm-hmm. i'm like getting back into listening to like uh more music uh some good indie uh tracks this week uh better oblivion community center put out a single uh which is very good uh lucy dacus put out a single 
uh, which is very good. Uh, Jacob Collier put out a Here Comes the Sun ooh, cover, ooh. Uh, which is slapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good. Um, Future Teens put out a single. I haven't listened to it yet. Excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, Future Teens who played in Lowell recently, and I was like, oh, I'm in love with all four of them. Thanks. Fuck, I said thanks again. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so there's there's some good music, but I, um, I'm actually working on music mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I checked my phone after coming out of Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, and I had somebody asking me for quotes uh, for recording, mixing, and mastering uh, two uh, whole albums. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, Noise Zaddy, he's gonna get that money. Nice, y'all. nice money. Um, noise money. Noise money. That's noise, noise money. money. Um, but yeah, so it's like weird because I feel like I'm always like, oh yeah, like I'm never like listening to stuff. But a lot of the time, it's because I'm like working on stuff. I got to produce uh album for boston slash new york city based chiptune band ttb oh yeah uh who I've are very excellent they, op- they opened for inarder go vespucci yes yep uh they did uh at the sinclair yep um is good but yeah uh their drummer uh is one of my best friends uh and his brother who's the lead singer uh we all went to high school together uh their bassist is a very sweet boy uh, who I now know, but yeah, I have a weird mix of things coming out soon uh, between that chiptune album and then a solo classical piano album. That's good. that's a uh, that's and, a difference. And then a, an electronic ambient album. That's, a, that's, for that's, good, for that's good a difference. But yeah, so work work is good, y'all. Work is we're good. Churn, we're churning. The oven's fired up with I don't know coal. I'm churning wood chips. Wood I'm chips. churning that your your work you you got your workshop set up for you. Santa, which, Santa's workshop is operating at full capacity, which blends into my next topic. It's called a segue called the Overwatch Workshop, which I'll talk about for thirty seconds. Sure, You're, y'all heard about that? Did you hear about that, Alex? Perhaps mm, no nope. tweets. Nope. Did you hear about this, one, Gregory? I finally got around to watching the uh, developer update Wait, this morning. Is yeah. it like Mario Maker but for Overwatch? Yes fuck that's amazing yes so um except it's not for it's not for maps and stages and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's it's scripting so if just like if this event happens then this event happens kind of stuff mm-hmm. and you can do a lot more with it than you think and that's uh, sick yeah you can basically prototype new heroes for yourself anybody can do it um uh, blizzard loves doing this loves putting workshops they don't have the map editor out yet but i think it's only just a matter of time until yeah. the map editor comes out because they did this for warcraft um and which which you ever heard of the game dota before mm-hmm. dota was a mod in warcraft before oh, it came wow out. and really? then it be, and then uh yeah. valve was like we make a game and then dota 2 came out and became a very successful game so um basically you have all these developers who like went to school for this and making games all their lives. Then you have 15-year-olds at home with a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they make really cool shit. Uh, and this workshop's only been out for a couple of days, and I've seen some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Good. And it's only a matter of time before we see something absolutely insane. And I'm really excited. Anyway, thank you. Since we're on the topic of gaming right now, yeah. I guess I'll talk about my gaming thing right now. Minecraft finally released their update mm-hmm. it's 
so good. That's all. It's got fox now. Mm-hmm. You got baby fox. You got a white fox when it's in a snow biome. And you got those villagers that have more things to do. And they go, her. 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 And there's a new, uh. vill- new like mob as well based off of the villager called Wandering Trader. And he wanders. And he has llamas. And it's it's my he's point. like he's like beetle from breath of the wild yeah yeah oh. do you want 72 arrows which is some random amount of arrows but you can have them mm-hmm. i sure would like those that's what he sounds like hi yeah so for uh all of those folks at home who may or may not have noticed we have not had a uh episode in about two weeks we sure haven't uh, and there's a valid reason for that. Big valid reason. Uh, I was busy. Mm-hmm. He has been busy. I've been doing the things. I was in a show. I was acting. Uh, the show was called Perfect Arrangement. Um, and a quick synopsis is uh, there are four homosexuals, two men and two women. Uh, and it's in the 1950s. And they're like, ah, shit, we're going to marry each other's spouses so we can get the government off our backs and then two of them who are working for the government are hired to track down homosexuals and fire them and they're like oh my god this is immoral and bad and it's one of the funniest shows i've read in a while and i acted in it i played a homosexual and i loved it good um i enjoyed watching it thank you um, there, it's always great being part of a production, um, being a part of a production that's about, you know, gay things, which I care about deeply. Also good. Um, I also was props master for this show. Um, and I had to do things like buy milk. <laughs> one of my, one of my, one of the things I got to do is buy milk. Yep. Just buy milk. Um, we used uh, coconut milk, um, and once when I opened up the bottle of milk, uh, it sounded like opening a can of soda, and it was disgusting. Huh. Yeah. You didn't buy giant's milk to grow up big and strong? Alex hasn't seen this show. I do not Fuck. watch Game of Thrones. I oh. am above that. <laughs> above it. Uh also, Game of Thrones is happening, and like that's cool. It's really cool. Everybody's gonna die in a couple days. Yep. What a what a time for what a time for media. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel between Game of Thrones and then I saw Endgame last night. Yeah, and I'm not gonna talk about it because a Matt and Alex haven't seen it, mm-hmm. so it would just be me speaking, mm-hmm. uh, which is very boring. Um, and also, I'm sure that a lot of people uh, want to go see it. I loved it. As somebody who has seen every Marvel movie, if you haven't seen every Marvel movie, might want to read a guide or something before going because they expect that you have seen every Marvel movie. They should hand out programs. Fuck. No, but like seriously. Yeah, no, yeah. that wasn't a joke. I, oh, yeah. Every single time I go to any Marvel movie, I wish I had a program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something also, uh, another thing from th- uh, theater that is quite normal uh 
intermissions is intermissions and i wish that i also i can go get an intermission and a program for going to see endgame because mm-hmm. it's long only the strong survive i mean only through combat do we evolve uh i have enough faith in my bladder to sit through that without <sighs> peeing faith in my bladder i like that that's funny yeah no i i i told matt before we started recording i chugged liquids in like the three hours leading up to me getting to the theater so then I got to the theater and I was like, I have to pee. Mm-hmm. And I peed. And it was great. And by the end of that three hours, will I need to pee desperately? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, if you're like me and a big, soft baby boy, you won't have to pee because you'll already have dispensed of the liquid through your eyeballs. Oh. Um, he peed through his eyes. That's smart. That's smart. Because that way you don't have to pee your pants. Mm. I didn't like cry, cry. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I've ever like cried in a movie. I've. I, oh, I definitely have. have. I've oh, definitely have. cried playing a game. Mm. Which game? Um, the first season of Telltale's The Walking Dead. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. Is ve- very good. Um, oh, hey, that's over, by the way. Also, yeah, uh, the whole thing ended because Telltale Shut went down. bankrupt. That's sad. Did not know um, that. Um, I cried. I cried watching Game of Thrones last week. There you go. I cried at the end of uh, Red Dead. Too. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been reflecting on that, on experiencing that piece of media recently. We're coming up on like the six month. Within I think six months. Isn't that nuts? It's been like half a year. Yeah, I it feel was, like you, start, was you were talking October. about that game last month. Yeah. Um, I it's feel great. Old. Um, Polygon. Polygon. Um, had film critic Hulk guest write about Red Dead and he literally wrote like a mini novel like it is huge damn Um, but it's it's gorgeous I was talking to the other engineers at work yesterday about it and yeah um my friend Chris Romano who was on a panel with you a couple days ago uh he was yeah uh has a newsletter called get a grip gavin he does um, uh, i've read the first one when i talked to him on wednesday he yeah. said that the second one is like in the works um he wrote a think piece on cowboy culture <laughs> oh boy it's Maybe, good it's I like feel, it's like yeah. short and uh he talks about red dead he talks about casey musgraves he yes. talks about everybody saying yeehaw all the time now people using the cowboy emoji it's yeah. really good it's funny and it's the, just right it's correct important question does yeah. he talk about gay cowboys I'm not, i don't think he does and then i'm not reading i don't think it. he does i'm not reading yeah. it um wait which one did you read greg whatever the first one that he posted was oh, okay yeah just like saying hey this is a yeah he's like i think he's i think he's written four at this point Oh dang! Yeah, he's written one about his first one, one about nostalgia, one about cowboy culture, and he talked about um, the Sopranos. He was talking to me about how he was watching uh, the Sopranos. I have not watched that show. Sopranos. That is a show that like my whole entire family loves, and I'm like, you could watch better things where they don't abuse women in it. I feel like the thing for me now is that we live in a post like Breaking Bad world. Mm. And if somebody was like, I'm going to watch The Sopranos, I'd be like, you could just watch Breaking Bad. Mm. I feel like it will scratch the same itch for you and be better. Mm. Or like The Wire. I feel like both of those things. I would Mm. be like, you can just watch those. I know nothing about The Wire. It's very good. It's about 
is getting really deep and down and dirty with like important social issues in mm. society yeah um there's an, a season all about um how the education system's flawed i think it's season four. Oh, i could just it's it's like about it's like both uh, inner, like, entire like inner inner city education mm. very good i watched like half of an episode and i was like fuck i have to watch this show i watched sex education good show that's a great show on netflix yeah i i liked it i won't i won't say i loved it it opened very strong Mm -hmm. for me and then by the point during the last episode that i realized it was the last episode i was like oh okay i guess we're gonna wrap up now it was only eight episodes, which I was kind of like, mm, I feel like we could have done like 10. Mm. I felt like the arc kind of like, I don't know. It was like they were given, it's like they were given eight episodes and they were forced to write in a certain way. So it seemed, it seemed almost like it felt sort of like the timeline of like a movie mm. or, or like a book or something where like, you know, like typical like rising action rising action rising action like a climax and then climax um Uh sex Mm -hmm. education now on netflix um (laughs) but then like it's just like and now it's done season two is coming we're making it and it's like oh (laughs) okay like it's just like a roller coaster all the way up and then it just kind of like stays there and is like tune just, in tune in did they make a blue balls joke more? at the end of the last episode did they make a blue balls joke no, for, to reference their writing pattern okay that would have been a, a, a good nice self-aware joke yeah Jillian um, Anderson plays a sex therapist in it and she has a lot of uh, erotic decor in her house and honestly I really can't wait until I become Jillian Anderson with a lot of erotic decor in my house She's a delight. She, she is. is. I yeah. want her to be my mother. I've not watched Sex Education before. You might not want be- her beca- to be your mother. Oh, because of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the sh- Yeah. Oh, okay. How do you think... Hey. You're a brain man. Yeah, yeah. Big, big brain man. Hi. What do you think it's going to be like for, like, your kids to have somebody who, like, as part of their job, like analyzes children thought about that a lot yeah there's that is a big theme in the show of like where do you draw the line like between kind of like what you do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in your career as like a psychiatrist and like being a per because even i like i feel like i've been exposed to a lot of like psychology stuff either through talking about stuff with friends or through working in education and studying like student development and stuff like that um where like even me with my limited understanding i have to like catch myself and like flip it off and be like don't fucking like analyze this person just talk to them like a person yeah if they would like to go to therapy or like even if they would just like to come see me in like a different setting, like in my office, mm-hmm. I've been trying to be good about being like, come to my office and we will talk about this rather than like talk about it as two people. Like we will make it like yeah. a, a business yeah. thing um, if that is what it shall become. Something that you said during your 
uh, your panel was that it's sometimes hard for you to go to sleep because you've been taught to hear and to listen so well. Yes. Um, It sometimes makes a lot of human interactions hard because of how much I am am taught to analyze behavior. Yes. Um, And that was just, yeah, there you go. Uh, Raising kids um, is something that I was thinking about yesterday because you have... Um, you know, in a st- you're in a store, you're with your child, and uh, they want candy, and they will make a scene or something like that, possibly, uh, and you're reinforcing that making the scene behavior by getting them the candy, and also you get to escape the scenario instantly from everybody looking at your kid and looking at you screaming, saying, "What a bad parent you are!" Because you're making you're having this kid scream in the middle of the store. Um, it's just like. Yeah, I've been thinking about parenting scenarios with behavior analysis and ooh, there you go. My solution, don't have kids. That's all. I I will say, Mm -hmm. I am am slightly older Mm -hmm. than the both of you. Yes. If you had asked me a year ago, it would have been like a non-starter, like for even the conversation of like, do you ever think about having kids? Mm -hmm. It was always like, "Mm," like... I probably will, but like, like, but now as I get even a little bit older and I'm like working and like in like a more like steady-ish place, yeah, I guess. And just like thinking about like next steps of getting like engaged and getting like married. It's like. I don't know. And it's a weird thing for me where I feel like it's almost kind of fueled by my profession. Mm-hmm. Um, I say my profession, which might be confusing because theoretically I work in the audio industry. But I, I did have a uh, what a, what one of my old bosses would, would call a uh, come to Jesus moment uh, in the past like two weeks where I was like, hey, I don't want to work in audio. I wanted to work in education, which is why I did that. And then I left because I wasn't qualified, at least on paper, to work in like roles in higher education where I can like actually do something and like make a difference. And I just think about how much I like like mentoring like students and like working with people in like development. And I'm like, it's it's a little bit like Mm -hmm. having a dang, dang kid, dang little. Uh, uh, kid, mm-hmm. kid person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel more I feel more paternal. Yes, than I, I did a year. I need ago. to make a note to talk about something with you afterwards. Right now, anyway, Matt's yeah. making a note to talk about him and I having children. Yeah, we're gonna have to the podcast. Together. It's gonna be really cool. Yeah, um, I've always thought about like having kids, and like I think. For a while, I was just like, yeah, I'll have kids because that's what you do. And then I realized, shit, I like spending my money on me and not some snot-nosed brat. I will say that I do think that part of, like, my, again, talking about it being tied in with career, Mm -hmm. is that, like, when I was thinking about audio one of the major knocks for me against having kids was like when you work in audio like you're not necessarily home a lot like until you get to a point where you can like build like a studio like in your house even just for like mixing like 
it's a lot of either being like on the road or like really late hours. And I was like, I don't want to have kids if I'm going to like not see them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, um, that's negatively impacting your kid. Yeah. Not only you because yeah. you don't get to see your kid, but more so it's them because their parents working all the time. No. Yeah. That's horrible. Like I, I cannot tell you how many audio engineers that I have spoken to who like have kids like who are like older, like working in the field. And they're like, yeah, I just like never see my family. I'm like, that's awful. That's awful. Like for everybody involved. And like, I don't want to be a part of that. But like, as I think more and more about like going nine to five, I'm like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's the American dream. Mm. Thanks, America. Thanks, Joe Biden. I also think like for me, ooh, no. Wait, what's our our time we're running at right now? We're at 52 minutes. Okay. We're not going to talk about politics. No. No. I will just say that Joe Biden has sent me five emails in the past 24 hours. Don't remember ever giving him my email. Stop sending me emails. Thanks. Did you give Obama your email? Oh, yeah, of course. So then there it is. Anyway. Hey, guys. I gave Obama my left nut. Okay. That's... I I hope you got it back. No. Oh. All right. I think that's a great time to end this episode. Me too. Hey, guys. Follow us on the Twitter at Hardly T. What's your Twitter, Alex? We can do you first. Uh, yes, because someone keeps on forgetting me. Uh, my, you just kicked me. Thank you. Um, my Twitter is at WedgeFry. Thanks. Uh, follow me. Uh, I make tweets about things and my dog. You can follow me at 420HazeIt. Thanks. I'm Gregory P. Mahan on all the social media outlets. You can follow me for a live uh, feed of my quarter-life crisis on Twitter specifically. And if you're one of my Instagram close friends. Close friend. If you yes. got that, if you get a green circle. Well, so he, he, here was my approach to it. I could make a Finsta and a whole other account. I could just make a close friends list. That's yeah, what I just did. Use That's my exactly story, what I did. Which is what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good feature. Good job. And also, friend. with a Finsta, there are receipts. With close friends, no receipts. I don't want my friends to go back and be like, oh, remember that total breakdown he had? <laughs> Ooh, true. Um, I think Instagram having close friends as a feature is, a, is good developer awareness of your user base. It's saying, oh, everybody does this. Time to implement it. Oh, everybody plays two damage, two supports, two tanks. We should put this in the game. That was an Overwatch <laughs> one. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening Thank to this so episode. Thank you so much, everybody. 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 Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.